during this time of Eucharistic renewal in our country, we want to make sure that we pay close attention to each of the scripture readings that are Eucharistic in nature. And I hope that I won't have to do a whole lot of convincing this morning to teach you that this gospel reading is profoundly Eucharistic. When John the Baptist points to our Lord and says those words that are now familiar to us, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Those words that are repeated by the priest in every offering of the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Those words that prepare us to participate in the sacrifice through Holy Communion. The words of St. John the Baptist are profoundly Eucharistic. That is how we hear those words as they are proclaimed in the Gospel this morning. How would the people of Israel have heard them? What would have come to their minds when St. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God? Surely they would have thought first and foremost about the Passover Lamb, the Lamb that was slain, the sacrificial Lamb, the sacrifice that was commanded by God on the eve of the Exodus, the night before the people of Israel were to flee the slavery of Pharaoh and make their way to the promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey. The Lord said, this is what you need to do. You need to take a lamb. And not just any lamb, but a lamb without spot or blemish. And you need to offer that lamb as a sacrifice to God. You must take to the altar the parts of the lamb that are inedible, the snout and the hooves and the organs. And those are to go to God, the smoke coming up from the sacrifice the offering to God. And then you are to take the flesh and you are to roast the flesh and you are to eat it together as a family. And you are to take the blood of the lamb and you are to mark your doorposts so that the angel of death will pass over your household and spare your family from certain death. The Passover lamb, the lamb that was sacrificed on the eve of the Exodus, is the Passover lamb that would be sacrificed every year on the feast of Passover. When St. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God, everyone knew that he was speaking of a sacrificial lamb, one whose life would be given 
so that the people might be saved, that they might be delivered from death. And the people of Israel who heard St. John the Baptist proclaim, Behold the Lamb of God, would have also thought of another lamb, the lamb spoken of by Isaiah the prophet, some 600 years before our Lord's life, death, and resurrection. We hear of this lamb when we make the stations of the cross during Lent and we recall those prophecies of our Lord's passion, death, and resurrection. Isaiah speaks of a suffering servant, one who will take upon his own shoulders the weight of the sin of all of his people. Here's how Isaiah describes the suffering servant, the one who will save his people. He was pierced for our sins by his wounds. We were healed. The Lord laid upon him the guilt of us all. Like a lamb led to slaughter, a lamb led to slaughter, he did not open his mouth. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in the Lamb of God, our Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ allowing himself to be pierced, protesting not, for he knew that he had to offer the perfect sacrifice for the forgiveness of our sins, a sacrifice that is perpetuated and made present in the sacrifice of the Mass. You see, just as the people of Israel would take and eat of the Passover lamb so that they might not dwell in death, but that they might have life, so does our Lord say, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life within you. Words that foreshadow the gift of the Holy Eucharist, the gift through which we participate in the sacrifice of the Lord at Calvary. This is something that we must remember. When we are at Mass, we participate in the Holy Sacrifice, the very body and blood given by our Lord at Calvary when he stretched out his arms and gave everything that he could possibly give, his very body and his most precious blood, it is that same sacrifice on the cross that is made present at Mass, albeit in an unbloody manner. For we receive from the altar everything that our Lord can possibly give to us, his very body, his very blood.
whenever we are at Mass, we are at Calvary. Whenever we are at Mass, we take our place at the foot of the cross. We are so privileged to be present for the outpouring of the greatest love the world has ever known. And so it is not without, it is not by accident that the priest, after the fraction rite, and before we come forward for Holy Communion, shows us the Blessed Sacrament with the words of St. John the Baptist, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. And our response is one of great humility. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Say only the word and my soul shall be healed. Still, the Lord is present to us, inviting us, take and eat. This is my body. Take and eat. Receive me in holy communion. If you are free of mortal sin, come forward to make me part of you, that my body and blood might become your flesh and blood, so that you might be more like me, that you might become who you receive, the very body of Christ meant to go forth from church and by word and action and deed make me present in the world. We pay attention to the scriptures, especially the scriptures that are Eucharistic. And the more we dig into the scriptures, the more we realize that the Eucharist is to be found on every page. The sacred scriptures are about the Lord revealing himself to us, something that he does most profoundly in the great sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. May we never forget the privilege that he gives to us to be with him at his perfect sacrifice. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Mm -hmm.